There are 28 events this year, four of them exclusively for local primary schools. The festival opened on Thursday evening with the prize-winning poet Michael Pedersen talking about his recent collection called Oyster. Last night there was a cabaret, a mix of music, stories and poetry, and tonight there's a book quiz at the Dariada. Throughout the weekend, writers talk about their genre. You can learn about writing and publishing. You can take part in very serious debate. An event with Scottish pen deals with the problem of censorship across the world. And Are We There Yet? considers just how far along the road to equality are Scotland's women writers. Last year we heard from the founders of the festival about how it all started. This year I met a new member of the committee, Peter Ross. And as we'll hear, this year's festival is something of a family affair. I started by asking Peter what excited him about the programme. I think the programme this year is really diverse. We've got everything from things about where Scottish literature, women's literature is at the moment. We've got things about representation of scientists and academics in children's books. We've got some things to do with food and migration. So really quite diverse. And then, of course, we've got crime fiction, which is quite often there, quite popular things, and then some really niche things. So... So for me, that's very exciting. You've also got regulars, for example, the writing workshop, which is something that uh, excites quite a lot of us. Yeah, well, lots of people like writing and lots of people would love to be published. I think everyone feels they have a novel within them, so uh, why not come along and give it a go? Plenty of people do, and some of them get published. <laughs> so what do you think is the secret behind the success of the book festival? Well, I think Portobello Book Festival is unique. It's run by volunteers, it's for a local community. We're not marketing, we're not trying to be big and famous and ever-expanding and looking for money. We don't look for money, in fact, other than we shake our bucket at every event. I think last year was the first year that we went for funding, and that was because we were publishing a book to celebrate the festival itself. Being on uh, That the was the postcards? That was postcards from Portobello, yeah, indeed. I was very privileged to be invited to write a piece and um, I hadn't actually done any fiction writing before so that was that was good for me and that's what I think is kind of makes it a success that is for everyone and there's lots of opportunities in it and it really can if you get into it and get into the program you can really learn a lot and experience a lot of new things. This is your first year on the committee. That's right, yeah. I've been part of the book festival for probably about four or five years. There's been a few books that I've been involved in editing and publishing and been invited to be a participant in that and I've chaired events and I really think the book festival's a very positive thing. Reading's a very positive thing. And I knew that they were looking for a bit more input from people so I said I would try and fit that in and I've managed to fit it in and it's been really enjoyable. They're a great bunch of people to be involved with. But the sound of it, you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoy it. I absolutely enjoy it. I mean, I'm a very community-orientated person. I've always worked in a community setting. I've been a community artist. I've done a lot of community work, still do. I'm a great believer in localism and people getting together and working together. You are chairing a session yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be chairing Alistair Jackson's The Spirit of Hebrides book, which is a book of photography and poetry, which is a bit different for me. I'm, I'm not really up on poetry much, but I am up on photography because I trained as a photographer and um, there's some really nice photos in there, so that's going to be a joy for me. I've 
chaired things in the past. Uh, last year there was the Time Cinema book. That was really enjoyable as well because obviously I like cinema and it was a history of cinema and I knew lots of the films in the book. To prepare for that one, I read the book and I just found a few things in the book I really wanted to know more about and some themes that were being pursued in the book that I was interested in. So when the day came and we were doing the event, I was able to find out more about things that I wanted to find out more. And then obviously the public, they wanted to find out things. And then then the only other thing that you have to do as a chair is you do have to be mindful of time and you have to kind of politely manage, sometimes manage the speaker's so that they give the audience a chance to ask questions. Now this year, as I understand it, it's a family affair as far as the Rosses are concerned. That's right. My son, Edward Ross, who's the author of Filmish, a graphic novel about the theory of film and the history of film, which sounds fascinating. Let's hear a bit more from him. Indeed. Edward, you have the challenge of chairing a session at the Book Festival. Tell me about it. So I'm going to be doing a session with Melissa Terras about her book, Picture Book Professors. So her book explores the representation of scientists and academics in children's books and picture books and and children's novels and so forth. I'm coming to this as a graphic novelist. I'm uh, chairing the session and I'll be talking a little bit about my own work there. And in my work, I've actually done short comics with scientists So part of my work has been actually to represent scientists for children or for young audiences. So it's going to be an interesting session where she's analysed these things and I've spent time actually doing some representation, drawing scientists. And it's a very interesting topic because how we represent scientists is a very important and significant thing because our relationship with science is informed by how we picture scientists, how we see scientists. You know, in our current world, we have a situation where some people are losing faith in science and turning... Yes, what we're actually beginning to... You're even hearing from politicians, I don't believe in experts anymore. You're, you're, that's, that is a serious problem which needs to be analysed. Mm, it can be very, very uh, dangerous. You know, there's, there's issues with people not getting their children immunised because they're worried about effects that they believe are sort of undocumented when actually a lot of research has been done. And I think a lot of this ties into how scientists are represented in the media. So, you know, are scientists represented as, as aloof, as eccentric, as dangerous even? And you do get this in children's books, in movies, in all sorts of things. You know, we do have a responsibility as storytellers to think about the implication of how we represent for example, scientists, and what the, the overarching effects of, of that can be. Yes, thank you for that. I, can't, I suddenly had an, an image of my mind of Peter Sellers as the mad scientist. Well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, my background is in my first graphic novel is in, in the history of cinema, and I have a whole chapter in there about technophobia, about you know, people's fear of scientists and fear of technology and what that might do to us. And in film history, you have loads of examples of scientists being represented as dangerous, as, as kind of out of control, and the things scientists create coming around to destroy us. So we have a history of being afraid of these things. When, when you actually meet scientists, you know, they're, from my experience, they're thoughtful, considered people who want to discover and, and do research and not cause havoc, you know. And go with the evidence, basically. And to go with the evidence, yeah. So you know, my own work, it's been really important to represent scientists as being very diverse from different backgrounds, which is the reality, and to show them as real people, to show them not just being lab-coated and aloof, but actually they're real people who want to hear from people and have a discussion with people. 
So yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting session to explore these themes. So in a sense, what you're hoping to do is, is to use your techniques, the two of you, to break down that kind of barrier. Yeah, I think we can discuss this from both sides of the perspective. You know, my perspective is in representation, and her perspective has been analysing the sort of vast swathes of media, especially of children's picture books. So we can have a really good discussion about both the negative representations that have been done in the past and also how we as creative people can contribute to a better understanding of who scientists are. Peter and Edward are competing for your attention by hosting events at the same time. Peter will be at the library upstairs at two o'clock this afternoon at exactly the same moment as Edward will be starting at the Portobello Baptist Church Hall. Remember, a few tickets will be available for each event, but you will have to get there early.